Welcome to the latest episode of Nickel City Soundtrack Podcast. In this episode, we talked about our favorite straight-edge bands of all time. We did it draft style, so we all talked about our favorites. Uh, and I think we had some pretty good choices, some obvious choices. We were joined by a friend of the show, Larry Bleachmouth, who gave us his input on uh, his favorite bands as well. We, uh, as you may know, we are all straight edge on the main, the main host of the podcast anyway. So it's always cool, you know, talking about edge topics because, you know, there's not many of us, of us around and such. So enjoy this. If you haven't heard some of these bands, maybe check them out and, uh, we will see you on the next one. Peace. Welcome to the latest Nickel City Soundtrack Core Talk. Love these core talks. I am Mark. I'm Chris today. Hi, my name's Alex. <laughs> hey, it's Derek. And we have a special friend of the show here. Special friend? It sounds like I'm your fucking show daddy. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't Larry. get my check this month. You keep putting out. I mean, what the fuck? <laughs> no, handing out money like scoots on my way. <laughs> All right, so we were talking. I don't know. I don't know how this came up, but we're gonna talk about favorite straight edge bands of all time. Um, it doesn't matter if they sold out, as long as they were a straight edge band at some point. So I, I do. I have. I have a. I have a caveat. Yeah. If they were a band that was not straight edge longer than they were straight edge, they don't count. You mean like at the time of being a band? Yeah, like if they're if in their initial run, they were straight For edge, example? then they weren't integrity. <laughs> okay. I wouldn't. I mean, they're not. My, my thought on that is this. If they were a straight edge band and then stopped being a straight edge band and you pick them, you only get the consideration of their straight edge records. <laughs> Nah, it's oh, harder we're, like, to like. Are we picking records too, or just the bands? Bands. I think just just the bands. But just I'm saying band, that yeah. like like integrity and also uniform choice was not straight edge longer than they were straight edge. So uniform oh, choice in my mind is nullified. Well, I gotta cross that off. Fuck. You can stare into the sun all day. It ain't gonna make it edge. <laughs> it's off my list. I you know, and the funny <laughs> thing is, I've never even know they clearly. Uh, sort of uh did this straight edge thing i never have ever considered integrity a straight edge band at any time yeah i, I did in the beginning even like, even uh, even when they were like I drug was free like, come yeah. on a double come on <laughs> Still, x's on the hands and the pictures I, come on i didn't buy it i didn't buy it i didn't buy it i didn't buy it, <laughs> I didn't buy it. 
They didn't buy it either. <laughs> Saying we didn't buy it. So I'm going to let Larry go first since he is the only non-Edge member of this consortium. I like that caveat. He's already like diminishing my picks without him. <laughs> <laughs> be glad I didn't add, add bands that pretended to be straight edge and really upset listeners. So I well, AM, that right that that would fuck up my that list. eliminates your list. <laughs> yeah. So I uh, I found a fantasy draft like like we're gonna do this regular, not not snake style. So I did a random draft order thing that I put into a computer thing and I came up with a thing with a uh, order. So the order is going to be Larry, Alex, me, Derek, and then Chris. Oh, damn, Chris. Sorry, Chris. I feel, I feel like how many, shit's like, how I many, feel like it's a setup. How many picks are we going with? Five. Five. We'll see Lucky how it goes. Five. See how it well, goes. I've, I've got a bunch that I don't think anybody is going to pick, or at least there's no real threat of it. So I'm just going to... Uh, I'm going to start the with game. You Play the game. Youth of Play today. The game. <clears throat> the old yot yeah because right off they, the board well right I mean, off they're straight edge or not they're fucking awesome they're a fucking great band i mean and <laughs> although some of the aesthetic is what turned me off to straight edge in a way you know like i chris and i have talked about it you know in my late teens um you know i was straight edge or you know claimed to be straight edge pretended to be pretty much yeah i mean and then it got to the point where like a lot of the aesthetic was like um that a lot of bands put out there rightly or wrongly just made me think man i've got nothing in common with these dudes and it just felt mm -hmm. it just felt weird so i i stopped claiming it but didn't you know uh imbibe until much much later even though i stopped you know the straight edge thing but mm -hmm. the strange thing, I don't mean to sound like such a dick about it, but uh, but the, all that aside, Youth of Today is just fucking awesome. I mean, Breakdown of Walls is a great, great fucking record. And, you know, I think that, I mean, I don't, there's really nothing to say. They just, it's Youth of Today. Breakdown yeah. of Walls is an amazing record. All their records are fucking good. So, so Youth the of Today the vocals a are, bad song. What's your favorite Youth of Today song? Go around Mine? the group. Around the group. Like, what's your favorite today song? Um, somebody else go because I'm expectations. Hard time thinking about this. Expectations. First one Easily. that comes to my mind is honesty. Yeah. For me, it's together. Okay. Oh, together. There's so many. How can you pick one? I shout it. <laughs> I like shout it a lot. Yeah. I will say that together, and I've always said this. Uh, together and whatever the other song is on the way it is comp is the is the best sounding youth to say they should have recorded all the records like that mm -hmm. uh, but I will always go out on the limb and say that Disengage is my favorite song that's great a song. great song there's only one wrong answer to to what's your favorite youth today song and that's time to forgive come on <laughs> fine no I, I agree <laughs> that, 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 that's, that's not a great song <laughs> well it's 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 a good song, but it was a lot better when it was We Just Might. Yeah, <laughs> it was a lot better when it was We Just Might. You you huh. angry young men. So so before <laughs> we get off of you for today, have you all heard that record, the Breath Every Breath record? Yeah. That's yeah. that's just it's the breakdown the wall demos. Yeah. Mm -mm, I haven't heard it yet. Uh 
I like it better than Breakdown the Walls. I haven't, heard, I haven't heard that bootleg, but I've had a copy, like a, a digital copy of the Don Fury ta uh, tapes for yeah. eight. That's pretty much what it is. Yeah. I don't think I like it more than Breakdown the Walls because Breakdown the Walls is my favorite Youth of Today record by far. Mm -hmm. Um but it's it's I mean the songs it's the same song, so I like it a lot, but I don't know something something about the breakdown the walls I just love. I mean it's breakdown the walls has a much better production, but that yeah. demo to me, there's like it's a, it's raw a little more. I don't want to say authentic because that makes it that implies that I don't think breakdown the walls is authentic. Mm -hmm. um, but like they were really finding where they were going in that recording, and you know some of the songs was like a little bit of difference in the songs and lyrics. Yeah, and yeah, definitely a little bit more in that we just might direction. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Cool, Alex, you're up with my first pick. I'm getting three bands in one. I'm taking turning. Oh god! Point. Oh god! What was, what was that? <laughs> turning point. Okay. Are you getting three bands in one? All oh, right, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Just yeah, I mean, if you listen to the demo in Seven Inch Area, you listen to the LP Area, you listen to the split, it sounds like three completely different fucking bands. All three of those bands absolutely kick ass, and I would say that Few and the Proud is one of the best straight edge anthems ever written. I'll yeah. agree to that. Yeah. God damn. Yeah, that's seven inches. <laughs> that's that seven inches. Pretty fucking awesome. Yeah, I, I love the seven inch. Took me a long time to like the record. Yeah, really? like the full length. It took me a long time. Oh, I actually cool. sold my copy to Mark for ten dollars, and now it's like a two hundred dollar record. I still have it. it? <laughs> Chris wants it back for ten. I don't. <laughs> I don't hate the LP, but I really listened to it only up to the No Escape split, and then I'm kind of. I'm good, you know. It's funny because I really, I really like this. I, I really like obviously the first seven inch, and I really liked the split seven inch stuff. But the LP, it took years and years for me to be able to get into it. Hmm. The LP is I my would, least favorite of their material, but I still love it. I would almost give you that record back, Chris, if you really want it. I don't, I don't need it. I mean, if you want to give it back, I won't say no. Yeah. <laughs> That, I, I don't that I don't LP, value records in that way. That LP was the the first thing I heard by them and the only thing I could get for a long time. So like I learned to love the band through the LP. Mm -hmm. Um and after going back and hearing the Lost and Found bootleg or whatever, like the seven inch demo blew me away. So Yeah, they're so good. I was so disappointed when the LP came out that they changed their sound that drastically. Okay, so let's maybe enough of this every band, but what's your favorite turning point song? To lose. Yeah. Those harmonics. Yeah. Yeah. I would go or, with that. or even or even the you know, the the song turning point. Fucking great. Mm -hmm. I mean Man. Yeah. For, <laughs> now you want to put on for the sake of something different, uh behind this wall is really good. That's a great song. Yeah. Yeah. But my favorite Turning Point song is Guidance. I don't know if you're, if you're familiar with yeah. Guidance. That's a great song, like, in my mind. Very, very, uh, I associate with that a lot. So it's, it's a good song. <laughs> so, yeah, Guidance. Great song. All right. It's my turn. Yep. And 
next band. I mean, you know what it is. Earth crisis. <laughs> Earth crisis. <laughs> I mean, I would have taken you today if Larry didn't, but Earth crisis. Yes. Who recently played uh, some shows in honor of their 30th anniversary of Firestorm, which is did any dope. did any of us go? No man, I got, I got a lot. <laughs> we sorry, old. Dennis. It was my son's birthday. Sorry, man. Dennis. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I think that it was four sold out shows. So who cares if we went? Right? Yeah. So good for those guys. So yeah, I mean, you know, the anthems, the you know, the discipline, you know, Firestorm, the order. And they're just a great band. They're they never sold. I mean, some people have sold out, but they're still the edge band to this day, and that's that's awesome yeah. in my mind. And they're from right down the throughway too, which is yeah. awesome too. I I think it's the first band that I saw that like waved that flag like that hard, like other than like stupid local bands. Uh and it made an impression on me then so hey hey larry what's up there will be no allegiance to those who have turned through sin (laughs) (sighs) (laughs) i have nothing but contempt for the turncoats who give easy (laughs) easy easy there but to to regress from pure from (laughs) you can't even get it out Can't even get it out. He can't read it. He's listened to too much Earth Crisis. <laughs> How many IQ points have you lost since you've been listening to the Mark? Let's be to re- honest. To regress from purity to weakness, I can't allow. I'm not reading this. <laughs> the blatant desecration of my sacred vow. So good. So Let's good. get Larry. You, know, you know what I often say? The key to self-liberation is abstinence from the destructive escapism of intoxication. Exactly, exactly, exactly. <laughs> Honestly, the clunkly the clunkiest <laughs> lyrics I've ever heard in my entire life. But he's, also, he's no Greg Gaffin. Works. They, they somehow make it work. Like that's the thing that's insane is they make it work. Like they like they? lowered and raised the IQ of everyone in the room at the same time. So good. I think that I think that stylistically, Earth Crisis is like such a fucking outlier for me because I actually like them, but that style just does absolutely nothing for me. But I've got all the time in the world for them. I've got all the fucking respect for those dudes for sticking with what they're doing for as long as they have. I don't give a shit about veganism. I think it's fucking cool that not only have they all stuck to being straight edge, they've all stuck to being vegan. Like they, they stand for what they believe in. They fucking ride or die. Yeah, I mean, I'll always have the utmost respect for Earth Crisis for those reasons and for the simple fact that they took the message to where it needed to be heard versus preaching to the choir like everyone else did. And... They stayed true to their convictions the entire time when 90% of their peers gave it up. True, true, true. As a wise man once said, I like dudes who don't change. (laughs) (laughs) Derek, you're up. I just want to see, Larry, would would you rather listen to Earth Crisis or Bad Religion? Bad Religion. 100 fucking percent, dude. There wasn't even hesitation there. No, no, no hesitation. I mean, um... I've softened a bit on that band um, over the years, but I just have no love for the EC. Just none, you know, it's just not, it's not in my wheelhouse and not anything, you know, strange thing aside. I mean, I certainly like bands that have like pretty uh, militant lyrics, but um, yeah, I just, 
Yeah, but bad religion, one hundred percent. Like Derek mm-hmm. said, no hesitation. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> All right. Um, you thought you were going to give me a headache, didn't you, Derek? Yeah, maybe a little <laughs> bit more. <laughs> I'm going to go with no for an answer. Uh, Damn you! Yeah, I mean that that seven inch is so good. It's just so fast and like I I love Daniel's vocals on it and his vocals in general. Um, so I had to take it. Yeah, you did. <laughs> yeah, you did. Yep. Am I yeah. the only one on this call that prefers the LP? LP's good, but I prefer the seven inch. Okay. As a kid, as a kid, I liked the LP more, but if I could like mix songs off of both to make the perfect record, I would. Yeah. I think yeah. the LP has some really standout tracks and the seven inch has some really standout tracks. Um but no for an answer. I fucking loved No for an Answer back back in my teens. Mm-hmm. Love No for an Answer. And I kind of like I was listening to it recently and I was like, fuck, this is so good. Yeah. Like why why is it no for an answer as important as a chain of strength or a bolt from the rev catalog? Because it's like dirtier and not as like pretty. You know, yeah, yeah. Even, I guess look, so, even looking at them, even looking at them, they're like you know rougher dudes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so, like straight. I mean, straight edge kids are pussies. <laughs> the, the first couple <laughs> times, I, I I didn't know what No for an Answer sounded like. I bought the seven inch when it got repressed in like ninety seven or whatever, uh, because it was an early Rev record, and somebody told me I should check it out. And the first couple times that I listened to the record, I played it at thirty three because I didn't fucking know better. And I thought that that's what the band sounded like. Surprise. <laughs> <laughs> when I was told that I was listening to it at the wrong speed. And I was like, holy shit. Because it actually works and makes sense. It just sounds kind of dirgy at 33. Yeah. yeah. Um, but also like, a 15-year-old you, moron. So whatever. You play the Judge New York Crew 7-inch at the wrong speed. It's not bad. Really? Not bad. Yeah, it's try- not bad. I'll have to try that. I feel like there's a whole genre of metal now that, like, you put it, like, you play it at the wrong speed for people, and they're like, oh, what's this, like, stoner rock dirge bands screaming <laughs> about straight edge? <laughs> <laughs> nice. Nice. All right, Chris. Uh, so that's on me. Fuck, man. I don't know. Come what on. To there's, take. Tons of, there's tons of straight edge bands. I actually had a really hard time with this. Uh, I can't really say why. I mean, I don't know why. I wrote a list yeah. of thirties. What's that? I I have a I have a, a list of thirty sitting in front of me. Yeah, I've got and like ten. I just went. I did off the top of my head at my desk at work today. So I'm gonna take as my first band, and I've talked about this in the pa- talked about this in the past until the end. I love Fuck You Straight Edge bands. Uh, and I love bands that just write a mosh riff after mosh riff with no concern for bridges or breakdowns. Mm-hmm. And I love Until the End. Uh, regular gym music for me when I go. Yeah. I love Until the End. So fucking good. I feel like that's setting up a future Embrace Today pick from you. I am. 
surprisingly, <laughs> I'm not a big Embrace Today fan. Is it because I like bad. I like their whole shtick, but like the band never did anything for me. Yeah, they were not good. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. But until the end, that's that's what that's the musical Viagra I need. The musical Viagra you need. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Great. Nothing between us but oceans of bad blood. Interesting. I see that line's cool as fuck. But cool uh, as fuck. <laughs> but you get that shit as a stomach rocker with like fucking cross machine guns. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm telling you, until the end. If you're straight edge and you don't listen to until the end, you're on edge watch. <laughs> oh really? <laughs> I have a seven inch, but I never listen to it. <laughs> The seven inch actually is it the one the equal vision one? It's it's got it's like a, the tattoo kind of flash on the yeah, front. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was that's not the good stuff. The one with uh the gun, that's the fucking good one. The one with the gun. That's the that's one. the good one. Yeah. That's that's the that's the heat. Yeah. X's and machine guns. Fucking cool. Yeah, it's it's a fucking it's like a fist holding a forty five. Like that's oh, the fucking guns. record. Yeah, that's the even fucking a record. T-shirt back. <laughs> I need it. Who has it? I don't know. It got lost. Did you say even lost. score T-shirt? Even the score. Even There's the a fan thing called even the score. Okay. <laughs> Next time I would wear an even score shirt, though. I totally would. I have an even score hat. I would absolutely wear a shirt. <laughs> And I understand that they are not good, but like you know, sometimes guilty pleasures. Even and score all that. sounds like the title of a later day Bruce Bruce Willis film. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. Tony Brummel was ahead of his ahead of the curve on his Bruce Willis worship. Old Tony Brummel. <laughs> he was ahead of the curve with that fucking receding hairline at twenty five too. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, yes, he was. I'm sorry. Did I say something? No. <laughs> this, this, I don't think there's. There's no. I don't think. <laughs> I, I don't think there's anyone who would defend him in this day and age. <laughs> uh, there's people that won't say anything bad about him. That's not yeah. defending. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Alex, you're right. Oh. Second pick. It's Larry, oh, actually. Larry, it's Larry, Larry, man. Sorry, why are you skipping the man? That. Sorry about um, that. <clears throat> Amazing Larry. Of, yep. Speaking of something, uh, <laughs> what is sort of Larry shit. Bleach mop, man. Bleach yeah. Mop. Who who is Amazing Larry? Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Oh, yes. I haven't watched that in forever. Yeah, Remember don't don't diss talking, the man like that. He's talking to the group <laughs> of people in the basement about his missing bike, and Amazing Larry's talking to some guy, and he calls him out. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Oh, you're bringing the you're bringing <laughs> the vibe down. What are you doing? I know. Right, Speaking of like mildly Tony Brummel related, uh, I gotta go with Confront. Yeah, oh, motherfucker. That was on my list too. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Oh, and you know what? Here's the funny thing: they weren't even on my list until I, they just popped my head. I'm like, why the fuck don't I have Confront on here? Confront yeah, was, was fucking I was gonna, awesome. I was gonna say Confront first, but I was like, ah, no, nah, it'll be good. Confront was fucking awesome, and uh, you know, um, I've said it a billion times: One Life Cruise done a lot to damage reputation of a fucking band that was awesome you yeah, know absolutely and I, I don't it's it's not fair they were a really good fucking band so yeah 
that seven great that, band that, name that yeah, like, yeah. awesome fucking band name um yeah. <laughs> and that that seven inch actually it sound but, quality wise didn't didn't help them a lot either when it came i remember being kind of bummed out when i came out i'm like man this just doesn't you know compared to what i had seen and what i had heard previously mm -hmm. i was like uh but i'm glad it's there because otherwise i don't know that there would be anything so yeah i mean aside from you know the only the strong comp track i mean their best song is our fight which is another reason why i fucking hate one life crew for doing it because it's antithetical to everything one life crew is but it's perfect mm -hmm. for confront um i've always said that the real the true spiritual successor to confront was windpipe so you know yeah but windpipe like did they weren't they weren't anything out i have a seven inch by windpipe they only did like oh. a couple hundred it's it's a rehearsal tape put onto a seven inch only a handful uh. of people have it um but I mean, live and sound wise, they were more of a spiritual successor to confront, you know, they weren't a straight edge band, but Kurt and Jay were still straight edge when they did windpipe. Um, yeah. And they windpipes, my favorite Cleveland band. I mean, just based on their live performances alone, they were fucking unstoppable. They were so good. So yeah. Confront. Never even heard of windpipe. I remember hearing about Windpipe like way back when, but then I never saw them. Like I never saw anything come out by them. But I was live, interested because Jay live they were a mix of like infest and confront. They were just like it was fa fast hardcore like that, you know. And you know, yeah. straight edge anthems aside, confront had some really fast songs. I mean, they were they they sounded more like an older hardcore band than what was to come after. You yeah. Know? Um. Which is another reason why I think that Windpipe's the spiritual successor. They sound more in line with what Confront was doing than what I think One Life Crew actually does, you know, which is mm -hmm. more more emphasis on the mosh. So fair enough. Sorry, dudes. I mean, I'm not really <laughs> sorry. I'm just trying to be nice. Took that shit. Took it. <laughs> All right, Alex, you're up. This one's gonna knock you right on your ass. You're going to be shocked to hear this from me. You ever hear the band Floor Punch? <laughs> Never heard of them. <laughs> you know, I know this guy, Alex, who fucking loves them. <laughs> <laughs> um, they are the best. They're the fucking best. I just got I, so like two months ago. It was, it was fucking unbelievable. It was so cool. So Floor Punch in their second iteration has existed longer as a non-straight edge band than a straight edge band. <laughs> mm -hmm. Listen, cashing in on fucking uh, on reunion show checks is not being a band. They have not put out a song since what nineteen ninety eight. So yeah, you could today would be out too. That's fair. And I'm pretty sure that um, Skip has not been straight edge for a lot longer than he was. Uh, you, I think that. Turning Point would be out uh, on a technicality if you just count, you know, dying of no D as as uh, straight. <laughs> so, <laughs> there are a lot if of slippery I'll, slopes. I'll, I'll, I'll let you have those. I'll, I'll let you it. have those. There are a lot of slippery slopes here. Reunion Circuit does not count as being a band. But yeah, that's why so, I picked Earth Crisis. Floor Punch. <laughs> <laughs> the thing about them. The Margie saying Earth Crisis is not really a band. 
<laughs> X untouchable X. Well, Earth Crisis put out a new record, like you know what, last year. Still is. Yeah. It was it last year? Oh yeah, they did that vegan for the Amps. I keep forgetting. It's a good record. I keep forgetting about that. Yeah, I think yeah. the reason why I keep forgetting about it is because of the name. Yeah. Enough about fucking Earth Crisis. We're talking about Floor Punch right now. No, One no, of the very no. best. I mean, there's the always been Earth Crisis Floor Punch beef, so you know we can. <laughs> I was at the show. <laughs> One of the very best demos in the history of hardcore. One of the very best seven inches in the history of hardcore. LP is it a fall off from the the demo on the seven inch? Yes, it is. Yes, so absolutely beat ass. It does. <laughs> it's got some of their very best songs on the LP. Also has a couple things that are not quite as hashed out. But you can't you can't look me in the eye and tell me that always and the answer are not two of two of the best floor punch songs, uh, and arguably two of the very best hardcore uh, songs of their era. I will always say, fuck that song, The Answer. I will always say that. What's it about? You know what? It's about it's Duncan. About punching Duncan Barlow in the face. I will Man. always say, fuck that song. I think that song is cool, and I don't have a single fucking horse in that race. I don't give a shit about beef between... I, I don't care, as I've said in the past, I don't care about... Uh, I don't necessarily care about the beef between them. I care about Floor Punch opening the door to the dumbing down of hardcore. I get it. I think it was kind of stupid to begin with. That's fine. <laughs> what? <laughs> Nobody came to hardcore I, to become a fucking Rhodes Scholar. I, I understand what you're saying, but it... I mean, this is this is a discussion that's been had in the past. It... it I feel that, that that whole thing opened the door for certain elements that I think are like lame or cheesy. The element. <laughs> they the have element. a beef with Earth Crisis, though? Yes. They did. I don't think it exists anymore, but there definitely was like, there was some shit there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's how much I checked on Earth Crisis, period, because like I didn't know, hear anything about that, and I didn't know they had a new fucking <laughs> Just like Larry, outside my Larry, your burning well, I mean, body shall light the path to a glorious new dawn. Just so you know. Stop. Screw driver. Just so you know. Seriously. Like it's getting awkward. <laughs> it's not getting but awkward. Yeah, I mean, punch. yay, floor punch. <laughs> I mean, floor punch is the first two records are good. The demo and the first seven are good. They're fucking awesome. Don't get me wrong. They're fucking awesome. And I, I love that shit. And I rock that shit. I feel like I have a floor punch shirt somewhere. Clear. That's the song. Yeah. That's the the yeah like intro changes. Intro changes is fucking great. Like if you're not moshing, there's something wrong with you. Contact me at intro.changes at gmail.com. I was going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> Always comes up when I'm sending out these damn emails. Intro changes. <laughs> yeah, I wonder how many people use intro changes in their email, their like screen names, their like Instagram names. Like, yeah, so many, so much. Nerf crisis. All right, dude. I just... wish I still had that shirt. <laughs> What's your Forge in the flames of Gargamel? Smurf yeah. crisis. All out Gargamel. <laughs> nice. <laughs> All right, I'm up. Picture of you wearing that somewhere. I don't know where. Wait, what happened to me? You, it's my you go last. Oh, you're red. Right. That's right. For some reason, I thought you were first. Oh wait, it's my Mark's bad. Turn. Yeah, it's Mark's turn. Yeah. So, 
I mean, Alex picked two Jersey bands, so I'm going to kind of follow his his lead here. Oh, oh boy. boy. You're close. You're, get, you're going to stop quoting Turning Point USA copy that they send to Fox News? I'm going to say... Actually <laughs> I mean, no, I'm going to say The Promise. Because in my latter... In my latter... Oh, I see. Straight Edgeness. I mean, I'm still straight edge, but as an older straight edge guy, these guys were an older straight edge band that were freaking awesome. And the seven inch is great. My true love is a great song, which I have I don't know of any other straight edge songs that even sound like like that song. It's just a really cool song. Um LP is good. I mean, and they're mostly still straight. It's <laughs> <laughs> a perfect seven inch. That that seven inch. Yeah. Is yeah, my true love is probably top five straight edge anthem ever, if not like top two. My revenge, I, who I, I am, straight edge. My yeah. true love. <laughs> and how many people got my true love or true love tattoos after that? Such a good song, man. And like that, there's nothing that sounds like that song. It's just so good. Like it's, I can't think of anything that sounds like that. Like it's just, it's just cool. Like the the beginning, the intro, just so good. But you yeah. know what I don't really like about the promise though? What's that? Trick question. Nothing. I like everything about the fucking promise. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were gonna say that um that Buffalo shows, thing? that Buffalo shows oh. uh thread from way back in the day. Oh. Oh, the gentleman of the promise. Remember that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, those guys, they're they're the fucking best. I love all those guys. Those records are unbelievable. Seeing that band one million times when they were around was great. Mm -hmm. Seeing them you know, since they've played a couple of reunion shows, I've been to, yeah. I, I think all of them, like they're fucking, they still got it. Those songs still hit a hundred percent. My True Love and Crush All Fakes, either one of those will put some hair on your chest and about 25 pounds on your bench. <laughs> and it's just, I, I absolutely fucking adore that band. Yeah, The Promise is so good. Yeah. So good. The they Kiss Off, such a great, the Kiss Off is such a great song. Yep. Don't you think they, you guys are awfully old to admit that you like the promise ring? <laughs> <laughs> Easy. When they were when they were sequenced. Were they an edge band? <laughs> were they an edge band? Rape ring? No, I'm joking. Whoa, oh, wait, whoa, 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 allegedly, what? Allegedly. It, is that I I've never heard that spit it out. That way when that. they first um like in their first couple of years of existence, there was allegations and there and people were calling them the rape ring. Oh, I think wow. one of those guys, and they kicked them out. I think I'm pretty yeah, sure. Yeah, I don't. It wasn't a band I was into, so I don't know what it was beyond that. I just remember that. I didn't even open that can of worms. I was just making a joke at a, at, at the expense <laughs> of a band I actually like. You know? <laughs> well, I like you the promise. I think I think the promise oh, the is promise, great. Okay. The promise yeah. is great. I don't like the promise ring. I was just okay. was that, that was going to be surprising <laughs> to me. Oh fuck that! Fuck the promise. That's garbage <laughs> music, man. That's fucking trash. I liked that band at the time. So, Mark, what you everyone did. You mentioned the Kiss Off. When they were sequencing the LP, there mm -hmm. was actually like a big argument among the dudes. Like, not, it was like a friendly argument. It's not like anybody was swinging at each other, but they, there was mm -hmm. a big argument among the dudes in the band about whether to start the record with um, This Is War or Fuck You. And they couldn't decide. So one got side <laughs> A and one got side B. Nice. That's awesome. You always start you always start the record with fuck you. Yeah, such a good like such a good band. Shout out freaking Syracuse Straight Edge. 
That's my last Syracuse fan they, of, the, of this pick. Though. What they it. should have done, though, is they should have done one and two on side A. Because they could have been, this is war, fuck you, or fuck you, this is war. Yeah, yeah. Just for the, the you know, the track list. No, just in terms of the, the first lyrics of the songs. So the kiss off starts, fuck you. And, um... Oh, fuck. I only have the CD, so I don't know what the first song I decided to... <laughs> Somewhere Jeffers is smiling. <laughs> that I'm Mike Jeffers. We gotta do that correction <laughs> episode. Pity all for right. none is the other song. Pity for none, hate for all. All right, all right. Derek, you're up. All right, I'm gonna go with uh Brotherhood. Fuck. I know Chris doesn't like it, but I, that band's awesome. They got, like Larry was saying about, I forgot what band you were talking about earlier, but like super fast parts, but then like all of a sudden, like a fucking abrupt tempo change just throws you off. And like, I just love it, man. It's, the vocals are hard. It's just good stuff, man. They were really good live, too. I liked them. I like Brotherhood. Oh, you saw them? I saw them play with the accused in Cleveland. Okay. What year was that? Amazing Buffalo, uh, Yeah. Because in Buffalo, that same show, uh, No Alibi opened and Cannibal Corpse played, I believe. Yeah. Oh, really? Interesting. Yeah, was, I had to work, it was it was so I didn't go. It was at the Fantasy. Uh, a lot of my really friends... A lot of my friends were bummed out about Brotherhood because they were only there to see The Accused, who are awesome. They're one of my favorite mm-hmm. bands, but I'm like... These guys are good too. They're like, oh fuck those straight shit. I'm like, nah, that's a fucking great band, dude. Fuck you. <laughs> yeah. And I wasn't even like, I wasn't even like straight edge guy at the time. I was like, nah, this band's just fucking awesome. It's just that's yeah, all there is to it. You they know, they had one of the greatest hardcore shirts ever. Oh, the the fuck racism shirt. Racism. Oh yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like that shirt. Like there was a thing. Like <clears throat> a certain band that will remain nameless had a very sketchy reputation in the 80s and in like 90-91 uh, they played a show in Virginia and they're all wearing Brotherhood Fuck Racism shirts and like people were stoked on that and other people weren't oh really mm-hmm. alright who's up now you let's see of the of my whopping list of like eight bands, who shall I take next? I only have eight bands. There's so many great strange bands. <laughs> Dude, I was I was having a mental block today. I even, um, had, even I had sixteen. Shit. <laughs> I'm gonna go with my second pick as Slapshot. Oh, oh Slapshot. Mm, yeah, yeah, Slapshot. Those yeah, first. Slap- they're on my list. <laughs> Those first three records, fantastic. Very good. Uh, <laughs> very good. I mean, come on. They had that whole fucking cadence, the straight edge, straight edge in your face cadence. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, it was, Slapshot was so good back then. So good. I just love that record because, like, every song title is the chorus of the song on that, on the first two records. Keeping it, really? keeping it simple. Keep really? it simple and brilliant. Yeah, man. and then <laughs> like they hit you with sudden death overtime, and while there's some problematic lyrics on there, that record is fucking tough as fuck. Is there problem? Like, is there problematic lyrics on that? 
Yeah, we had they this just discussion on fra- another episode. They, they just could have phrased some shit differently, I think, more yeah. than anything. You know, I mean, it just... I, I, I fucking love Slapshot. I got to see them a bunch. And, um, well, not a bunch, three or four times. But they were always fucking good. And Always good. It was a lot of fun seeing them. And, you know, again, even though, like, I was bemoaning, like, certain aesthetics about Strange that put me off on calling myself that even though i was sober i gotta tell you the taking the piss out of people the way choke did with the whole mm-hmm. <laughs> straight edge strange and you i, I kind of like that i thought it was funny as fuck because people i didn't like would get real fucking mad about it. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. no nah, yeah. it's not it's not my steez either but you know what it pisses you off so that's kind of fucking funny <laughs> so so he's not going to remember this and i get in trouble whenever i tell these kind of stories but i'm not telling it anyway He's not going to remember this, but once upon a time, there were a whole bunch of us in a parking lot, running through a parking lot, singing the fucking straight edge, straight edge in your face cadence. And uh, Derek Kwan from Texas is the reason was one of the people running through that parking lot fucking singing that. (laughs) Nice. Nice. Now he doesn't belong to the human race. (laughs) (laughs) all right it's nicer than burning larry's body it really yeah, is no it really is mark's mark's been really harsh hurting my feelings over here <laughs> <laughs> all right larry you're up oh it's my turn okay um um I'm gonna get weird with it. And, oh God, Monster uh, X! Here it is. Nope, not at all. I I didn't care for Monster <laughs> X. I appreciated the idea behind it, but I didn't care for it. It wasn't terrible. It just didn't do anything for me. Yeah, it did. It, um, yeah. Conviction. Um, uh, that, I had a feeling you were gonna go with that. Yeah, well, I talk about them a lot. That question of commitment seven inch, and then that one they did on Watermark are both really good records. I mean, um, I think as far as like bands doing more metal influence stuff i mean certainly there were bands before conviction but i think they kind of get overlooked as far as their contribution to doing that sound a sound i generally don't care for but they were so fucking good with it that i was like okay yeah especially there's that one song numb on the uh the watermark seven it's just has the sickest moshes and just that mm-hmm. that riff that hook is so fucking good um and, and, and on top of that she, Jim Winters is a fucking great dude. Every and, every and, time I've hung out with him, he's been fucking super nice. So yeah, and he went on to Earth Crisis and Promise. He was in Turmoil for a bit too. Yeah. Yep. Was he in Autumn also? No, I think he might have done some time in Stark Weather for a hot second. And that sounds right. That, he was in that metal band Believer, and um completely not edge and completely off topic i love those stark weather records too but that's just because i'm a fucking weirdo <laughs> yeah conviction con- conviction is fucking great you know and you have to respect any any person who at the time that was so committed to straight edge in the late 80s early 90s that they x'd up every day and got in poisoning from it right. <laughs> for real yeah i've heard that story i can't remember what member it was but i've heard that it was story. a singer yeah. So when they played, anymore, huh? they, well, when they played their last show was a Syracuse Edge Fest in '93, and the singer had sold out like a week before that or something. 
really wanted to put that nail in that coffin. Yeah, yeah, went from like poisoning himself with the conviction to like, yeah. <laughs> oh well. <laughs> but yeah, man, conviction, good shit. Definitely. Oh, man. All right. Alex is up. So I got a couple things. I'm trying to get strategic here, I'm trying to play the game. Oh, boy. So I got a few things that I don't think any of you are going to pick that would probably be higher up picks for me if I were being true to myself. But I'm going to bypass that. I'm going to go to something that I think uh, I'm pretty surprised is not off the board yet. And um, I'm going to, yeah, I'm just going to go ahead and take Chain of Strength. Yeah. Is there oh, singer? that band. Is there a complete piece of shit? Yeah, he, he sure seems like it. But is he? Yeah, he's a fucking asshat. Yeah, he's uh, super right wing. He's a fucking white nationalist, which is funny because he's a Mexican dude. But whatever. Um, <laughs> my my understanding is that the reason that band stopped doing their very lucrative reunion shows is because everybody else in the band fucking hates Kurt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's like he's that big of a fucking dickhead. How how lucrative were they? I mean, they were they were doing pretty well with them, from what I understand. Mm-hmm. Nah, I'm just curious. But both of those seven inches are absolutely fucking bulletproof, in my opinion. And one of the very best lost tracks in the history of hardcore, to me, is Impact. Uh, that band is 11 for 11. Every song is fucking great. And uh, on top of that, the aesthetic is on point. So, you know, uh, is it also wienery as hell? If you peel back one layer of the onion and you understand that they, you know, staged photos and all that stuff sure is. I don't fucking care. I not my problem. Those records are the legacy of that band to me. And those records, it matters to me Mm -hmm. what they mean to me, not what it means to that piece of shit. Kurt. Harsh, man, you harsh. Kurt can go fuck himself. I, I, I'm I'll co sign my that. to myself. Well, in my yeah. mind, so in, in the hardcore mind that I have, I think they're good, but like I couldn't put them on any sort of list for like the, all the reasons you've outlined, I guess. Dude, let, my... let, let Down is one of my favorite hardcore songs. Yeah. Like that song is just fucking sick. And, and the fact that that whole first record, the, the guitar tone basically just sounds like a vacuum cleaner being turned on and off real fast <laughs> is fucking <laughs> sick. It's fucking I, sick, I, man. They sound yeah, they no, sound like a fucking hardcore. They sound like yeah. a punk band in their own way. Like not punk capital P punk rock, but I can I can make that leap from them to a punk or an earlier hardcore band much easier. And it's just like that is such a good record. I like the second one a lot too, but that for they are eleven for eleven, but I gotta tell you, the first one I think is vastly superior. But oh, the, sec- the second, the second one's really fucking good. Really, fucking I will good. say, I will say that the first seven inch is a near perfect hardcore record. It's not near perfect. And, it's perfect. It's fucking great. <laughs> and, <laughs> and and when I first heard it, I was like, oh, this is amazing. And but the thing that kills it for me is all of the other shit. And I wish that like. I wish that other shit didn't exist so I could be like full fucking tilt the head first chain of strength chain gang kid, but it, it does and I can't I can't do it. 
You know, but fucking the coverage is great. Don't get me wrong; those songs are fucking amazing. I mean, I the can understand that because sometimes, sometimes your personal opinions about uh, everything surrounding a thing can affect the way you look at it. So I get it, but right. I and, just and I'm able to, I'm able to divorce myself from all that and be like, that know, that's great. Sick. But like to me, hardcore is also it's more it's about about more than the songs. It's a, it's the whole thing. Mm-hmm. You know, Always. it's the whole. It's the it's it's the it's the entirety of it. So like. Yeah, that seven inch is fucking amazing, but there's a really good chance it was bullshit, and you, you know, like it, it, it's it's a tough one. It's a tough one because I, like I said, I want to be fucking chained. I'm, com- I'm completely with you, Chris. Three inch letters, you know, fucking stomach belly rocker. But like, yeah, trying to say chain crew. Whatever, man. I like chain gang better. I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm completely with you, Chris. For whatever I'm thank you. I'm in the middle here. I was gonna put it next, but uh, not even on my list. Well, luckily you didn't have to, you didn't have to demean yourself to that. Thing. <laughs> I'm with Larry. They're fucking and Larry and Alex. They're fucking great, man. I can listen to that record all the time. Like, I mean, either record. The cover of that first record kind of sucks, but it's kind of cool. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, it's I think amazing. That picture porn. is weird. <laughs> it's amazing well, because it's me. it's posed. That's why it's strange. I mean, I yeah. like. I like the the layout of it and what they were going for, but that picture is goofy. I mean, Kurt, yeah. seriously, it's like he just stood up from taking the biggest shit his entire <laughs> life. He's turning his head back in triumph, like, look what I've wrought. And, you know, <laughs> I don't know. Just How Much is, like, one of the top five best hardcore songs ever for me. Like, such a good it's song. It's a really good song. Because When what? There's Betrayal, man. So the ver- the version that's on incredible. The, the version of Let Let Down that's on a uh, Generation of Hope is a really good uh version of that song too. Um mm-hmm. that's actually a pretty good comp. It's the, it's the same, yeah. same recording just a different uh a different mix. So the guitar player was never straight edge in that band. Which Ross, one was in uh, Justice League? Ryan Ross. or the Ryan Ryan was in Justice League. Okay. Are you vetoing this? <laughs> you know, next time well, we do this with, with a stipulation, that's why I didn't pick have vetoes. That's why I didn't pick them earlier because I thought well, we were going by Chris's. I mean, rules, I mean, this is why you know? I haven't said so, minor threat. So, well, this is why I haven't said another band that someone else will, and I'll bring it up when it, when it gets brought up. We can talk about uh, iffy bands in the end, I guess. I mean, or pick them. Go ahead and pick them. It's hard. It's fucking hardcore. They're all fucking iffy. Yeah. (laughs) We're dealing. We're dealing with social and emotional troglodytes. You know, I mean that. I mean, let's be honest. I mean, they're all iffy, right? I mean, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Do you think like? Do you think like Christian bands like sell out? Sure. Striper absolutely did, and then went back to it. All right. Is that even a question? Isn't Christianity all about selling out? Isn't that what they do all the time now? (laughs) I wonder to what degree the the ninety seven reissue like LP CD with like the out of sequence songs and the shitty like the shitty edits to Chain of Strength like how much damage that did in terms of the legacy because you don't really understand what that band was like recorded until you actually hear the seven inches because. That thing sounds like such shit. 
it's awful. I don't I don't think so because so many people of of varying ages went to those like chain of strength reunion shows. I don't think that I don't think that that damaged their legacy as much as that you was would the think. only way to hear that stuff. Yeah, you couldn't, for a you could while. Just buy, yeah, you can just get records. That's the only way to hear it. So it was good enough. I can put I can put that on Spotify and enjoy it. So yeah, definitely. Yeah, you know, I don't think it, I don't think it hurts that much. All okay. right, I'm keeping my picks my picks within a couple of hours of Buffalo. Um. <laughs> My next pick is The Swarm, also known as Knee Deep in the Dead. Oh, such a good pick. Such a good band. Like, Mm -hmm. such, like, a freaking freight train out of control. Like, such such a superstar, like, Canadian straight-edge hardcore band. Like, so good. Chris Colahan is the freaking best person ever. Um, He kicks ass. So good. Like, in The Swarm, man. I don't want it. Yeah, I don't need great. it. I don't know. The swarm, so good. The uh, the the uh, the little spoken word at the end of the record, so good. <laughs> you know, what maybe, you don't talk about maybe my. No. I I don't know anything about a band called the Swarm, but I do know that there was an episode of Spider Man and his Amazing Friends where they fought an, a, a villain called Swarm. That's all I know. I, I'm surprised I the Swarm that wasn't on your radar. Yeah, you might like them, Larry. It's worth a shot. I think you would definitely like the swarm if you listen to them. Don't tell me what to do. <laughs> Both their seven inch and their ten inch are like relatively accessible records. Yeah, you know they're the not that, they're, they're not expensive to my knowledge at all. No, um, hot tracks. I think it's called God's Little Acre. Such a good song. <laughs> but uh, hot tracks. I've got to throw my hot tracks in there. But the swarm. Such a good band, awesome. Nothing else, you guys got nothing for the swarm. Got no love for the swarm. Uh, I love the swarm. Oh, yeah, I think I they're great. Dead, but, yeah, parasitic skies. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, oh, you that, start you start that record. Look, it's just I'm, like it listen, hits you. I'm looking at the I'm looking these song links, and this is my this is my wheelhouse. Yeah, so good. They've got a like, 25 second song. That's fucking tight. <laughs> <laughs> I'm only I'm half like, joking about that too. <laughs> seven yeah, minutes. No, so like, seven minutes. And that first song title, "Fucking Invincible at 1 AM," is perfect. <laughs> right. That's why I'm surprised that they're not that you haven't listened to Swarm before this. I feel like, that, like this is right in your right in your alley. Like, oh, and I'm getting yeah. who who were they in? It, were these guys in any other bands? Yeah, Chris Cola has oh, a singer. A hundred bands. The Left singer from Braid is in it. He plays guitar. I, I don't know who Chris Colhan is. Who is he? He, he played like, drums uh, and chokehold at the Cursed. end. Left for Dead, Cursed. Okay. He's in sect. He's in sect currently. Okay. There's other ones like I want there to are say. Lot, there ones are, there are plenty of bands that I just don't know people's names. So yeah. and if you ever their drummer was so good too. If you ever want to hang out drummer. with them, if you're in Toronto, stop at Emissions Record Store. Great shop. Chris Callahan works there, and uh, he's a fucking treat. Anytime you run into him. Such a good band. <laughs> Fucking Canadians. Who's next? <laughs> it's me. It's me. Chorus of disapproval. Oh, I thought you were saying apologetic. corn. Straight edge. So good. I thought you were saying corn. Corn is a... What's that? I thought you were saying corn. 
Oh, chorus. Oh. <laughs> chorus of disapproval, man. Those uh, shout out Chris for hooking me up with that seven inch. <laughs> Dude, those though every I, that's chorus is another band that doesn't have a bad song. And yeah, like the 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 twelve inch, considering that like Jeff Banks played everything on the twelve inch. Like I, I remember like hearing that and be like, this is fucking awesome. Imagine what it would sound like with an actual band. <laughs> yeah. And the two I, seven inches, the Godfather seven inch and the Italian seven inch. So fucking good. I think they're they the Italian seven inch and the Italian American seven inch, I think is those records are so fucking good <laughs> offer me a tote that's a good way to die mm-hmm. <laughs> and so plus fucking that, good that incredible photo yeah <laughs> the is- sexy <laughs> massage the yes. sexy massage or yes. the one with all the kids in the front both the sexy both. massage of course you really gotta decide which massage, one is though. first because it gets kind of awkward Okay, they're two separate photos. Yeah. <laughs> the sexy massage. There are no children in the photos of the sexy massage. Just no children in the photo. That. Yeah, just a spill. I really, I, I really like chorus a lot. I think that I've grown colder towards the LP because I found that they they were better when they played faster, mm-hmm. and so the songs in the LP. Well, let me put this way. The so- on the LP, the best songs are the really fast ones. The slower mm-hmm. ones, the ones more mosh, didn't do much mm-hmm. for me. But then with the, with the seven inches, they could be as slow and moshy as they want, and they were great. It, so, mm-hmm. I mean, it's, I think the LP is more of a mixed bag. There's not a bad song on there, but the, fa- the fast ones are the ones that get me, you know? Yeah. I mean, I especially, especially um, fuck. Um, What's the song with the long bit before it? And they that's my favorite song on the record. Uh I know what you're talking about. I just can't think of what the song is. But uh, replacement. Yeah. It's called Replacement. Yes. yes. And I think Banks does the vocals on that before they go into one two X U, which I thought was totally unnecessary, but it's not <laughs> bad. It's not bad either. It's it's fine. But like um he just sounds like he's losing his goddamn mind when he's singing that song. Mm-hmm. I'm like, fuck, you know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, chorus is really great. I I can't believe I didn't think of them. You know, I think they're, uh, they're on like, my list. Yeah, I think I like the the seven inches more. Um, just because something about uh, uh, what's his name, the vocalist Isaac. Isaac Isaac's vocals, I I like a lot more on the on the later stuff. Just the way his delivery and all that. Well, the 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 twelve inch was the first thing he ever sang on. I think. Like, I don't yeah. think he ever did a band before that. And like I said, like Jeff Banks played everything on that. Where the, you know the seven inches are are a more realized band because it wasn't one person kind of doing everything. Uh, and they and they had some you know they had some time under their belt. Um, yeah. the uh, the drummer. One one of the drummers, Regis, played an infest for a hot second too. Yeah. Um. Yeah, my own. My actually, my only fucking complete. Uh. Not complete. My only complaint is that uh, Jeff Banks knowingly, knowingly ripped off the initial riff from 
deaths pull the plug for full yes. stop. Yes. And there are a lot of people who don't know that. And I hear that's a note for note rip. And I'm like, dude, mm-hmm. come on, please don't do that. <laughs> I mean, it's, 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 it's kind of sick. It's awesome. It but, also works. Like, but it works, but I'm also just like, please don't do that. <laughs> yeah. But fucking chorus, man. It's, it's so a good. great song. It's a great song. And those records are all cheap to get too. Yep. Yeah. On uh, an organized crime within the last couple of years, re-released the twelve inch, and those seven inches you can pick them up for like fucking a couple of dollars each, which is a crime because those seven inches are so fucking good. On Discogs, which isn't always an accurate barometer, the median is seventeen bucks. Yeah. Worth it. It went up. It went up because I definitely picked up uh, like a pink version of the Godfather 7-inch like $3 at a record store in recent oh, years. Yeah. yeah. All you nice. broke motherfuckers can pick this shit up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're they're a really good band. Yeah. Chris, you're up. Oh, man. Um, Come on, Chris. Are all your picks gone? No, so I'm I'm gonna go. I'm surprised nobody's taken it yet. Path of Resistance. Yes. Fucking path. Like what? What really needs to be said? First record. I don't listen to the second record so much, but the first record is fucking amazing. Love every song. Radical. Love all of the vocalists. <laughs> I love it. Only worship. <laughs> we're gonna, we're gonna I, pretend that all three singers are good yes okay we're not pretending all three singers are good and i often okay. i even quoted today everyone wants to dance with the devil but no one wants to pay the bands yeah, like i didn't like them as much then as i like them now i think they're, they're just like because i never read lyrics like i've read lyrics to some records like now that i didn't read back in the day mm-hmm. and lyrics are really good on that yeah I wasn't a big lyric reader. Path, man, path. I was like, I couldn't read. <laughs> I've been reading for five years. <laughs> it's, it's all those Earth Crisis lyrics took all your reading power. <laughs> well, isn't that that's what I just said? <laughs> what? I couldn't read. <laughs> there was a so shout out Tim Fletcher, but I was in a. Uh, fantasy league like for years with tim fletcher and his team name was dexter manley can't read because <laughs> <laughs> dexter manley couldn't read so I, don't know, I don't know i understand he's, he's a football player who came um, out couldn't, he he was like a professional football player who couldn't read uh, but i mean not that that's funny but it is, but the oh, but naming your team that is funny <laughs> That sucks. That sucks that that dude's like life was failed that hard that he couldn't read. That sucks. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be crazy, but yeah. That's a story for another day. Story for another day. All right, Larry, you're up. (laughs) Um, so this is what, number three? Number four. Four. Oh yeah, number four. Um SSD control. Ah, you yes. motherfucker! SSD controls fucking awesome. Uh, yeah, they're they're just fucking great. They're you know they're not my favorite Boston band, but they're number two as far as my favorite Boston bands go. Who's your favorite? Jerry Which Stitch. record do you prefer? Okay, do you prefer Break It Up or How We Rock? Uh, how We Rock <laughs> for sure. Break I mean, It for Up. Sure. 
<laughs> Dude. When I, when I, listen, when I, listen, when I was sliding up to 7-Eleven to buy me a 40, that's what I was railing. <laughs> you know? Get it away or the kids will have their thing. Uh, it's like fuck. a real conversation here. Is this an get open it, question? Get it, get oh, it's it away. an open question. Get it away only because it's shorter. Mm-hmm. It, sometimes I just need just a, a record just needs to go by like that for me. So I can move yeah. on to the next thing. That's really the only reason. Um, yeah, get it away. Get it away because it doesn't have how much art. <laughs> yeah, that is a pretty awful song. Yeah, I, I support that. And I understand the point that they were going for, but I, I don't need to it's, it's hear painful. that song breaking up an otherwise perfect record. Yeah. Uh, I think that their very best stuff is on kids, but get it away is just fucking absolutely perfect start to finish no flaws yeah. yeah absolutely i like the cover on uh kids better than get it away mm-hmm. i don't i don't it's more I, iconic but i don't know that i like it better. i do i don't think it I, it just feels weird to me like even though it's not a skull or whatever you fucking decide to have puss head draw one day from the next even yeah, though it's not even though it's it by brian schroeder <laughs> yeah brian schroeder um <laughs> it wasn't by either identities. it wasn't it wasn't by either one of those guys it's by the guy who sang for septic death um <laughs> it was the guy who wrote for thrasher um i heard it was the guy who did that uh bacteria sour comp yeah i think it was that dude yeah. But I mean, it just doesn't, it just doesn't fit the band. Like I just, you just know mm. the art just doesn't fit. And I mean, I normally just ignore that sort of thing, but you know, that's my only criticism of that particular record is the cover art. I'm like, ah, eh, it's fine. Whatever. I think it's fucking cool, but you know. Whatever. Yeah, but I like it, but yeah, to each their own. Okay. Who's up next? I believe that's me. Yeah. So, um, I'm taking stop and think. You know, they were, they went supernova. They were fucking unbelievably hot for like a year that they were a band. They played a whole, what the? What are you doing? What's up, Elsa? They played. Oh my god, it's getting weird. I mean, they just played a style that was not very prevalent at the time that they came around, and they fundamentally changed the direction that hardcore went in for a solid five-year period. That band was unbelievable. The first demo was great. The second demo, which was supposed to be a record, but they ended up breaking up, uh, was about you know ten times better. Um, the dudes who were in that band, mostly other than their singer, who, to my knowledge, never really did anything else. Everybody else that was in that band has done a million projects that were almost across the board, just universally great as well. But mm-hmm. to me, the best hardcore demo this century is the second Stop and Think demo. Um, it also started off the two most important hardcore record labels of this century in Lockin' Out and Painkiller. 
Painkiller, quietly one of the very best record labels in the history of hardcore. But in the history yeah. of hardcore, dude, they're like literally like 60, 70 records deep, and they've got like two clunkers on the entire, like their entire back catalog. If you see a painkiller logo and it's not a killer fiction demo, there's a, there's, you're basically, it's idiot proof. It's going to be fucking good. Okay. That's cool. That's Does cool, anybody man. else have thoughts about Stop and Think? I have none. <laughs> I've never so, really listened to them, so I got nothing to say. They're kind of in-your-face dickheads with uh, with the lyrics as well. Not necessarily about, about Straight Edge specifically, but I think that their lyrics would resonate with you, Chris. Especially, uh, I mean, I keep meaning to check them out, and I don't know why I haven't. Uh, but I will. I will check them out. Will you now? I will. Yeah, I mean, like... The the song without words is just fucking angry. Like it, yeah. it goes without words, most of you would still know where I stand because it's written across my face, and I would rather burn in fucking hell than have you of all people accuse me of being fake. It's just like so fucking nasty. That. It's just fucking nasty. Yeah. Perfect band. I was lucky enough to see them uh, probably at the majority of shows they ever played. And yeah. they were fucking they were sloppy as shit every single time that I saw them. But are they a Western Mass band? Boston, Boston. Okay, this far crew up in Boston. And I've seen them. I've actually seen them. <laughs> yeah, I got nothing. Yeah, I mean, educate yourself, Mark. Listen to the yeah, song. Like, is that was that a pun? Educate yourself. Edge, was that a pun? Educate yourself. <laughs> First, learn how to read, then listen to Stop and Think. <laughs> so, I baby mean, I don't steps, know what Mark, baby steps. I don't know why this band hasn't been picked yet. But don't take fucking Judge. Because Matt Pincus was never Because straight. Judge has That's four good, good songs. Judge oh, is dude, a straight up. That's true. Never straight up. <laughs> that is no, I can't true, pick man. Judge, or can I pick Judge? No, you can, because there's been bands. Because Springo was never straight Edge either. That's true. So, like, so Judge. Can. So that would have been like, like know, number one. <laughs> what? Judge. <laughs> I mean, Judge is a straight edge band. I mean, yeah. you know, that's, we, that's probably all, yeah, it's probably all sorts of shit that uh, it's probably all well, it's just Porcel and, and Mike. So yeah, yeah. But anyway, so yeah, I mean, heartfelt lyrics, strong lyrics, tough lyrics, everything, and Mike Judge is just he's like. I don't know he's this figure in hardcore, which is just like, you know, he's he's there and he's like a mystery even now. You know, he's cool and I just love Judge. I'm glad we got to play with them. It's it's like years a, ago. definitely like a top five seven inch and top LP for me. Yeah, so. I would, again, I would say that Judge doesn't have a bad song covers notwithstanding. <laughs> ah, when the levy breaks, <laughs> that's the, the the original cover was fucking terrible compared to the original song. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> How do you feel about the Chung King? Garbage. I miss it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in the minority about judging this conversation, so I'm just gonna. Why do you hate uh, judge? Those, those um. <laughs> I don't hate Judge, but 
Um, they're awesome live. I got to see them in Houston 1990. They were fucking awesome. And I had already had the same opinion then that I do of them now as far as the recorded output. But mm-hmm. sometimes bands just are so good live and the energy is there. I'm, mm-hmm. As the kids say, say it these days, I'm there for it. Mm-hmm. But... <laughs> Ultimately, I like four songs from that band, and then I'm just done. And I think he's an incredible vocalist and an what incredible are, lyricist. What are the four songs that you've referenced? <laughs> uh, the first two on the seven inch, and the first two on the LP, and that's it. I'm done. Yeah, bring it down, wow. such a good song. Bring it down is sick. That's a sick song. It's really good. <laughs> yeah, it's a really good. I just, I just don't think they they just don't interest me they don't inspire me they don't make me feel anything except for in the live setting that i'm like okay you know i'm the same way about a band completely different than that. i'm the same way about avail i will not sit through their fucking album but i'll go see them yeah it's avail live is life. like is otherworldly yeah i mean it judge, you know i don't judge agree i had with this that at all what's that that I, I think avail records are awesome and uh, yes, the live show is better, but I think the records are awesome too. Yeah, yeah. I don't I, understand why Judge dropped the end of bringing it down from Chunking to to bringing it down. Like, did, the, didn't they like turn that into another song or something? I don't listen to Chunking. You're thinking, like of, those... you're thinking of No Apologies, which got cannibalized into where it went. But oh god, um, no! Just at the end of the song, uh, Mike says. I'm bringing it down. The hammer's me on you. You stay off the tracks when Judge is coming through. It's a Kinda little bit corny, a little bit corny, but also I like it. Like his Clearly lyrics he are just he was like, like his lyrics. Are, I gotta get rid of it. Like I mean, they're like the kind. They're from that time, but like the lyrics are just not like they're just like something else, which I think is awesome. It's like the lyrics about like alienation, not being in the right headspace, yep. all that stuff. Like, that's yep. perfect. That's why Judge is great. Like. Like actually feeling things that aren't just what everyone else is feeling, and then that, that one song, which is probably their weakest song off of the second seven inch. Uh, I know the chorus like escape this time. Forget this time. I, I remember when the song, song came out. You, what I'm you saying is when that song came out, out people, people, that song is great. I'm just saying <laughs> you're missing the point. <laughs> and when that song people came when that song came out people were like oh he's talking about buying drugs blah blah i was like no he's talking about going to a fucking therapist and how it's kind of pointless yeah yeah mm-hmm. yeah like i said I, i've always i like his lyrics i like his voice just the songs generally just beyond those two things just they didn't move me at all except for in the live setting but on but on record that seven inch those first two tracks are fucking ferocious as hell and um the openers on bringing it down i hate the production i'm bringing it down but that's, that's the just best me. part yeah I, I like the production <laughs> it sounds, and, it sounds and, big yeah it's, it sounds big it sounds it sounds fake big it sounds like how they're trying to figure out how to make a hardcore band sound big it just sounds fake big well, they were, it doesn't really sound they were trying big. to do chromags and they didn't do it yeah i mean that's just i mean well because porcel's not paris I think that's that's true. (laughs) It's it's really unfortunate that so my understanding of why like they they dropped two songs from Chunking to to the final LP that Mm -hmm. and one of them, no apologies, got dropped because they cannibalized half of the lyrics into where it went. But holding on is one of my very favorite judge songs. I think it's really just that like the lyrics resonated with me. 
I think that song's corny as fuck. I love it. And I, I 100% get why they dropped it. I, but, well, my understanding of why it was dropped is just that it doesn't flow with the LP stylistically. That yeah, not at all. Like, that it was a song that, from what I understand, they wrote much closer to the 7-inch than to when they wrote most of the LP. Mm-hmm. But I, I love that song. I always felt like, and I'm not trying to, I don't mean this as an insult or a diss, and it may come off as that, but I don't mean it that way. But I always, because I thought that that song was super corny, and I always, I kind of felt that the reason why people were so into that song was because not many people heard that song because you can only hear it on Chung Kang. Mm-hmm. Could be. Yeah, until, until like Rev released like the full thing you know and then it was like readily available and it was not like rev 100 and it was like more available yeah i don't know there might be some mystique factor to it but really i just like the song just resonated with me i guess a lot of that's just you know time and place stuff too Mm -hmm. because you were already you were already 42 with three kids by the time that record came out so oh if only i had three kids if only (laughs) then i'd have someone to take as opposed to the 15 he has (laughs) Yeah, as opposed, yeah, as opposed to the fifteen secret kids, my secret <laughs> army. Derek's favorite judge record is Old Smoke. Um. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucked up. All right, I tried. I up. tried to listen Sorry. to that as an exercise one time, and I. Why do you I've never listened to that because I know I it's don't need so to. fucking terrible. It's so. I bad. tried once. It's god awful. It's fucking. Maybe I'll try tomorrow awful. now. <laughs> Please, it's, it. it's comically bad. It's not worth it. I bought it out of a used bin like 20 years ago and then took it home and tried and I made it halfway through side one. <laughs> so All right, Derek, you're up. All right. I told you what his pick is. It's old smoke. <laughs> <laughs> is that it's your pick? Project X, man. <laughs> Project X. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, how could it not be picked already? I mean, like, so good. Uh, I mean, I can say why, but we'll just let that slide. What? What? Why? Why? <laughs> no, say say your piece, and then I'll put um, in my haterism. It's just like you know, like the, the terrible recording. It's just so good. It pushed me too far. It's just it's got a good attitude, and uh, it, as a kid, it it definitely you, you know made me wave the flag more. You know, definitely. yeah. So. so you were the kid that they were referencing in the band? <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> I was like, wait, did he freeze? What's going on here? <laughs> I'm about to internet slap. He, 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 let the, he let the terrible joke just sink in so everybody could just be like, uh-huh. oh. I mean, the Project X7 is just fucking great. Don't get me wrong. It's fan-fucking-tastic. Straight as the line, you sniff up your nose. Like, come yeah, the fuck so on. It's corny, but it's fucking good. It's so fucking good. <laughs> the problem is he wrote that seven inch because he fucking got drunk at a party to impress a girl. Is that true? He felt, he felt bad yeah. and wanted to make up for well, it. He, so he had to double smoked, down on straight edge. He smoked weed at the, the last Smiths tour in 87. So I don't know. So I thought that was I thought it was a Morrissey show in like ninety. Man, I can't believe we know this shit. It's like, why do we know this stuff? <laughs> I, it really is kind of pathetic, but if we didn't know this shit, we wouldn't be doing a podcast. That's true. true. I That's read true. it was the last mm-hmm. Smiths tour, but I mean 
I'm going off my memory of some fucking zine interview that I probably read 25 years ago. So who knows? I, I was under the impression that it was like 90, 91 and it was a Morrissey show because Walter had already done been sold out and Walter was the one that gave him the weed. Bought a drag and he on weed. Who knows? Yeah. Yeah, I don't I don't know. But that's that's how I heard the story is that it came like that it was Walter who was like Hey, give this a shot. We just saw Morrissey or whatever. And, and that's how that played out. And then a collection of ruffians from upstate New York put out a bootleg Project X seven inch. I had and wrote on a bunch of them. I had one too. And mine <laughs> mine actually said side A, Porcel, side B smokes pot. <laughs> I wish I still had it. Chris, Amazing. I'm pretty sure I I'm pretty sure I got my copy from you. You may have. If yours says Porcel smokes pot, then yes, that's where you got it. it. Does. You got it from me. <laughs> it does. Oh, it does. So good. Nice. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> All right, Chris, you're up. Oh, man. All the good shit's been taken. That's, plenty that's not true. That's plenty not of meat in the bone. Man. List right plenty of meat in the bone. That's true. That's true. So I'm going to go with something newer. Fuck everybody uh -oh. up. Uh-oh. Inclination. I really enjoy Inclination. Uh, they're good. We want to talk about guitar tones. Their guitar tone is fucking crazy, particularly yeah. on the first EP. I know that um, the singer has said some weird problematic shit in regards to Ukraine and Russia, but, you know, whatever. Does it matter? It like it was more out of stupidity <laughs> as opposed to malice. Yeah, 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 it was, yeah. Uh, but I really enjoy both Inclination records. I actually haven't listened, I've, actually there's three. I haven't listened to the full length as much as I should, but the first two EPs, like the guitar tone on it, I fucking love it. And just like the riffs. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, Inclination. Bringing is, there much say, is there much to say about Inclination? Is there really we have much nobody to else listens to him. No, we move on. <laughs> uh, okay, Larry's up. But it can't. It can't all be eighty-two to ninety-one. Come on. Yes, it are can. We, are we doing a uh, um, honorable mentions? We're on five. We can do honorable. Uh, we well, can do no, I know mentions. that. I I know that, but I was just asking. Um, yeah, we'll okay. do that. Then I'm gonna. Um, I'm gonna go with insight. All right. Ooh, not the, that's an not, interesting. No, play. no, 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 not the insight you guys are thinking of. There is a band oh, from England. Off. There's a band. Yeah. From there is a band from England called Insight, and seven is called Beyond the Circle. And yeah, it's fucking great. It's okay. ridiculous, and it's fast, fucking hardcore. I I love the other Insight too, but I wanted to bring this. You like. As Alex would call it, a uh, dollar bin banger. It's one of those types of records. It's really <laughs> fucking good. It's really good. And it, it came out in like 1990 on some fucking French label. I don't know anything about anybody in the band except that wait, on wait. the cover, the singer slash guitar player is wearing fucking X's. He's wearing a Warzone t shirt, has a bunch of straight edge um, stickers on his guitar. The lyrics are straight edge. And I'm like, okay, so it's a straight edge band, right? They're called Insight, but it's different from the other band. And it's a really good record. It's fucking yeah, awesome. And, and I'm, I'm going to pedal back here for a second speaking of that going back to like no for an answer 
How mm-hmm. awesome was that seven inch cover with like the X hand and the fucking stickers oh, on the guitar? Yep. Like so Black fucking Netflix good. Sticker. Fucking yeah, like yeah. so good. Necro anyway, sticker. Also, yeah, the best edge break tattoo that's ever existed. Yeah. What's uh, oh, the poison free? Yeah. Yeah, with the with the dates under it when he broke. Oh, that's great. <laughs> that's good. That's fucking nice. genius. Nice. Yeah. All right, back back to insight. <laughs> that seven inch. Okay. Oh, I remember that. Yeah. It's really good. It's a song called Clean It Up on there. It's fucking sick. It's so what's, good. What, what's that song about? It, guess. <laughs> uh, the opener, It's My Way, is like total SSD control worship, but not yeah. as loose and unhinged, just super fast, like near blast beat drumming, but not quite. Um, mm-hmm. It's a really good record. Um, I don't know anything else about that band other than that stuff. And I've had that record since it came out. I got it in a dollar bin and mm. it was fucking great. And here you are. Very cool. And here I am shitting all over uh, Mark's inability to read. I'm intrigued to check hey, that out. You know, Mark. Yeah. Mike Jeffers could probably help you with that. <laughs> he is a teacher. He is a, yeah, I am too, but I'm not I'm not I'm not in the vicinity, dude. I'm there for you. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate you. <laughs> like like point to the words as you try to sound them out. Stop. <laughs> Stop. Alex, you're all right. Moving on. It's, it's... So I'm gonna also get a little bit a little bit more uh more recent, but you know, than than a lot of the 80s stuff we're talking about, but um, not modern day for sure. I'm going to take the first step. Okay. The first step came around in what, 2000, 2001. And yeah, I mean, I heard their demo. I thought it was fucking awesome. Put out a seven inch, smoke the fucking demo. And then I hear they're going to do an LP. I'm like a little bit nervous because I love this band. And, uh, most bands can't pull off an LP quite the way they can pull off a seven inch. LP comes out and it absolutely leaves the fucking seven inch in its in its wake just like perfect cover to cover. One of the very best, what we know is one of the very best hardcore LPs to come out in the last 20, 25 years. Mm-hmm. Um they had a ton to say. They were very vocally, very vocally about what they were about. You know, they were a straight edge band, they were a vegetarian band. Um there's a little bit of they're not overtly spiritual in their in their messaging but dudes in that band do have some spirituality to them that i think seeps in and and kind of tinges things a little bit in a way that's interesting to me Mm -hmm. they just seemed really introspective as far as their lyrical content and on top of that the songs just absolutely fucking rip and they were they were an absolute buzzsaw live every time i saw them which was a lot. Very cool. Great. Didn't, yeah, definitely didn't... Go ahead, Chris. So back in that time, wasn't there a band that Tim McMahon was supposed to sing for? Like, I thought it was the first step, but maybe it was something else. Was it the... Where, where, where was the first step from? North, North Carolina. North Carolina. Derek looks like he's grading I... tests. What's that? <laughs> yeah. 
He looks like you're grading tests for a second. <laughs> um, he's testing me on my early 2000 straight edge knowledge. Um, mm-hmm. I could have sworn that Tim McMahon was supposed to be in a band with Andrew Black. I want to say Ken Olden and someone else. Like I remember they they were recording. It I was think, a band. Like, yeah, was I can't think of what it was called. What um, I think you're thinking of is Face the Enemy. Yes. Yeah, that might be. Yeah, yeah. Face that was enemy. a band, right? What actually happened with Face the Enemy is Ray Capo quit Better Than a Thousand, and they wanted Tim McMahon to sing for Better Than a Thousand. And Tim said, I am absolutely not singing for Better Than a Thousand, but we can do a new band with all the same guys plus me, and I'm in for that, but I'm not being compared to Ray Capo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's and a that's, losing proposition. Yeah, I, I saw Face the Enemy once at Posse Numbers, and they were cool, but kind of in one ear, out the other. Okay. That's how I was with Better Than a Thousand. Just one is better than a thousand. Better than a thousand! Get a lift to die! <laughs> Yo, pretty swear again. This is awesome! So I, I actually I, have a... I thought of a few bands for my last pick, I guess, that... Uh, I don't know. I don't know if these bands count. Like, like, does Damnation count as trade band? No, mm, no, because oh, that was not straight edge ever. No, ever. He always said like beer cans on his like amp. Yeah, he was not straight edge. <laughs> and Damnation never like put themselves out as a straight edge band. I think that people assumed because mm. Mike is so overtly straight edge. Yeah. Uh, but Hillel definitely wasn't, and I don't know Fine. about the drummer. Fuck you, then. <laughs> wow. I mean, okay. you take good, clean, fun, or four knocks. No, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. I don't know if this counts either. I'm gonna take chokehold. Like chokehold, like their first iteration. Yeah, chokehold yeah. was so like, like the mute, like it, it was weird, like. Like you listen to them and it's just like like this sounds like garbage. Not not no 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 offense, Chris, but it just sounds so muddy and everything and like it didn't sound too good, but they were so good and so freaking like smart and so straight edge and like they were a great band, or they are a great band. They're playing here on freaking Saturday. I, and it's like I think they freaking got awesome. each release. But I mean, like they had that, like I like they just like those first couple of things sounded like not good to me. But like seeing them live and stuff, a bunch in Buffalo, like so good. Like Chris, yeah. great front man. Like plenty to freaking say, which is missing a lot today. Like it's just they were just so good and so like I love chokehold songs about freaking straight edge, hating cops, veganism, anti religion. <laughs> Everything. So they had they 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 scratched all the itches. So I'm gonna say chokehold for my last pick. I mean, in their defense, recording recordings around that time period, a lot. Yeah, it was rough. Yeah, it was rough. Dodgy. Dodgy. (laughs) I will say, like, I I did enjoy chokehold, and like I said, I think they got better with every release. Yeah. But the the opening of the first seven inch will always have. A special place in my heart because if I remember correctly, it's like the beginning of a Nirvana song, and then it gets scratched out and goes into one of their songs. And I just thought that that was like mm-hmm. that was like the hardcore thing, like you know what I'm saying? Because like so many hard, so many '80s hardcore kids 
sold out hardcore for grunge and Lollapalooza. And to yeah. me, that was like a fuck you to all of them. Like the hardcore is yeah. still here. We're still here. Fuck you. And I thought that that was great. Yeah. Chokehold <laughs> is great. I mean, you know, I mean, I don't, I haven't listened to any of the new stuff or anything like that, but Chokehold's awesome. And, you know, and fuck anyone who says they're not. <laughs> I don't care. I don't care if there, there's quote unquote selling out in the band. But I don't care. Like Chokehold was just great. It was a great, like, here in this area, like having Chokehold was cool and seeing them. I feel like being here is why I saw them. Like if I lived in New York, I would never see Chokehold. And no, it, was one of the cool, it was one of the cool things about being here in this area. Like like seeing Chokehold, seeing Integrity a bunch, like that would have never happened if I didn't live here. And I, I'm I'm thankful for that. So they played down here a lot, actually. Chokehold? Mm. Uh, down in Canton, they played at least three or four times. Well, the Midwest, you know, like I wouldn't have yeah. heard a lot of bands if I didn't live. Well, I guess Buffalo's not exactly the Midwest, but it's close enough, and that's where you know we got to hear some of the Midwest sound here. And we you didn't hear that in New York, I don't think. So I'm thankful for Chokehold. So there, fucking Chokehold. Right on. Chokehold. Going to see him Saturday. <laughs> I may may or may not be, but this won't be out. Before that, <laughs> it won't be out. By that, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> Shout out Chris Logan. He'll be on the podcast soon. <laughs> I guess it's my turn. It is. So I'm going with a Buffalo band. Yes. Mm. Surprise, surprise, surprise. Surprise, surprise. And it's probably not one that you guys would suspect. Pride. No, fuck no. What was that? It was Slush Fund? <laughs> Were they straight edge? Well, I have no idea. X (laughs) on my hand. Fucking happy. We hate emo. It's fucking crappy. That's not your thing. What? What the hell is that? Who? lost the edge. He fell hard. They were this this band of uh, this kind of joke band. What were they called? They're called Strong Balls. Strong Balls. Back in the day when Ray was Ray. <laughs> yeah. <got> Krishna. <laughs> now he's G word. Redacted. Now you're fucking cancer. <laughs> yeah. And last episode of the podcast. Yeah. Because when you're in Kenmore, you best lock your bike. Oh, bike. <laughs> so many funny things in that demo. You're but- really picking strong balls? Yeah. Awesome. All right. <laughs> I mean, their name is Strong Balls. I mean, like, it's funny <laughs> from the start, you know? <laughs> Where is that demo? Hardcore, that demo? hardcore is supposed to be fun, and uh, that was fun. No, it's not. And Strong <laughs> yeah, Balls is serious. serious. That's why I love GB. That's why I love Instead. It's fun. That's why I, I love like Strong Balls. Instead in your picks. <laughs> instead is not fun. There's nothing <laughs> fun about fucking Instead. Records right. live, otherwise <laughs> they're they're not fun. Uh, Sorry, <laughs> Larry. You and me will make the difference. All right. Listen, <laughs> the bonds of friendship are strong between us, Derek. But I will not abide. Fucking instead, <laughs> man. I not I abide. I don't think anyone else on this podcast would abide by instead, dude. So I'm uh, 1988. I fucking loved instead. Bonds of friendship was my shit. Live and let live. Yeah, hell yeah. I think they were fine. I don't have a strong opinion either way. 
to their it's grief. unfortunate that three of them went on to a band with a singer that wanted to be Jim Morrison. That is unfortunate, right? And I wish I could remember the fucking name of the band. They had clowns on the cover of the record. Yeah, it's ringing a bell. Uh, right. I did see their one of their reunions, and they were fucking great. Yeah, no slouching. No slouching. I do have a soft spot for bands that don't know how to spell their own name. Yeah. Right? <laughs> like Resurrection. <laughs> well, I mean, I had Last Rites on my on my list Marauder. as well. Yeah, Marauder is a classic. Yeah. Last Chris, rights. you got to pick your last pick. Chris Rose? No, I'm here. I oh. thought you guys all went. I thought uh, did we do our honorable oh, mentions after that. Yeah. yeah. Honorable mentions. Yeah. I got a couple. Um, so. <clears throat> I think I'm going to. Oh, I'm, 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 it's a tough one. I don't know if I should go with my outlier or if I should go with Canada. <laughs> mm. We'll go with the outlier and we'll honorable mention Canada. So, um, my outlier is Casey Jones. Hmm. Mm. Yeah. Hmm. Casey Jones, all about that fucking straight edge and hardcore being fun with, you know. I only honestly listen to one Casey Jones record and it's fucking great, even though the cover wouldn't fly in this day and age. What's on the cover? Like uh, a Confederate soldier. Yeah, a Confederate soldier zombie with the like Confederate X on on its hands because they're from like Florida or some shit. And like in this day and age, like yeah, no, that's not okay. Even then, it really wasn't that okay. But well, actually, the best part about that record is that Donatello and Raphael made an appearance on his record. So, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, that's why I picked it up. Hey, think about that new Turtles movie that's coming out. Have you seen the Which trailer? One? There's like two or three of them. There's a couple. There's like the different ones coming one? out. Both of them are cartoons. Okay. The one that is like Seth Rogen involved in it or something. I don't bring that. So one is Casey right Jones time traveling, and the other one is them like even like preteens or some shit. Okay. Hmm. Is this is this? Am I looking at the right picture? Is this Goober wearing a fucking leather motorcycle hat and fucking sunglasses? It's very possible, and that Goober is in um one of those big like pseudo pop punk bands. Uh, like story so far, or story of the year, or some shit like that. I searched Casey Jones, and this is what I got. <laughs> Hell yeah. yeah, that's him. <laughs> no, not, that's not it. But if um, that guy was singing for an Edge band, I would be all over it. If a guy looked like right, that, was for I, an edge I, band, that dude I, would I, never break Edge. It. That dude would oh, never fucking break never. Edge either. I can't remember the name of the record. You could offer uh, all the Muscatel you wanted. He's not having it. <laughs> he ain't having it. But I love that whatever that record is, I fucking love it. Nice. Yeah, in the middle of the pit beating my chest. <laughs> which I've done. I've done that shit. Casey Jones has a record called Still Kicking. <laughs> that Casey that Jones that. or the other that Casey, Casey Jones? That Casey Jones. That's about him not breaking edge. Yeah, absolutely. Kicking. He's still kicking the beers out of kids' hands. The crowd pleaser? Come on. About the edge. Good thing about the edge. <laughs> it's about the edge. 
hot, hot in the bottom, down by the edge. It's it's about edge girls. Hot in the bottom. Casey Jones. Rusty, Casey dusty. Jones. <laughs> anyway. That's about sellouts. <laughs> okay, honorable mentions. Let's do this real quick. We got Larry. That's you. That's um, you, Larry. Larm. Oh, campaign okay. for musical destruction. Uh, okay. Chris said I can't pick uniform choice, so I can't pick them. <laughs> um, I don't know if negative effects counts, but uh, I considered them for a hot second. Okay. Um, side by side. Um, yeah. They're playing a show. So I don't. So I don't think. I side mean, by are side they, are they straight as straight as you are? They, I, mean, I don't that, think they That's were. why I didn't go with them because I wasn't sure if they were. Yeah, yeah I, I, they definitely got kind of categorized as that, but I don't think um, Eric was straight edge, but I'm not nothing, sure. Nothing about them said we're not straight edge, but nothing about them particularly said that they were. So I just right. kind of was like... There's no excellence that I can yeah. see. Okay, right. so yeah, basically it's, it's I'm, left with, I'm left with Larm and Bold. There you go. But you could take a loan in a crowd. I don't really oh, care for really? that, that much. Edge? What? Yeah, so good it's good in, in i just it, it, i i heard it much later than everybody else did it just didn't trip mm -hmm. my trigger and i think maybe if i got it on the ground floor with it it might be different but i just don't have a a lot of affection for it it's good you know i mean i like jewels a lot you know so yeah and it's it's weird that side by side is playing a show in fucking your netherlands yeah, I'm sure. Again, I'm sure they, there's going to be a, a Brooklyn show. Yeah. Well, I'm not sure, but I, I'm I feel that there will be a Brooklyn show. There has to didn't, be. Man, didn't a, didn't Alone in the Crowd play like side by side songs? Like, yeah, they pretty much did. They pretty much did the whole yeah. thing. Yeah, I kind of like intellectually, I knew that that was going to happen because they're not going to like Alone in the Crowd was not going to do. Like, oh, we're going to have a reunion show that's driven by us, and we only have four songs plus a cover. Like, yeah. you knew that, that wasn't how it was going to work. Mm -hmm. But still, like, I could not fucking process it when they started playing Backfire. Right. Like, I, I didn't have a voice for a week and a half after that. It was fucked. I mean, Jesus fucking Christ, side by side. Mm -hmm. Her. Yeah, they're they're so fucking awesome. That that band is, you know. Are you crying, Larry? Yes, I am. <laughs> it's okay for men to show emotion. Listen, I I learned it all from listening to fucking Judge Records, dude. So you can just shut your <laughs> filthy pie hole. I can still remember last time I cried. What about you, Mark? Oh wait, I do. You do remember it was one one time you tried to read a comic strips, but you can't read. So <laughs> I remember yeah, Mark. Do you? We got Larry, canceled. Larry just spit all over his webcam, and then it might connect to Mark. But <laughs> all right, Alex, you're up. Uh, my so the the closest call for me it was between the first step and count me out. Purely autobiographical reasons, but I fucking love Count Me Out. 10 out of 10 band. Both of those LPs are fucking perfect. Right For You is one of the best straight edge songs ever written. Uh, I also had, for a little local flavor, I had no reason. 
Me too. Uh, at Step Forward, Mental, Righteous Jams, uh, my fuck you, I'm so straight edge that you're a piece of shit uh, pick. If you know me, you know that that's I hate you. Uh, mm -hmm. I was trying to get myself there, but my my top five, I can't quite do it. I also had Down to Nothing. Uh, as I mentioned, I had Last Rights on my list and also In My Eyes. Oh, In My Eyes, yeah. Both those records are good. Yeah. yeah. Great demo, too. Yeah. Both LPs plus the demo. All, all fucking great. All right. My honorable mentions. Unbroken. Outspoken. Mm. Reason. Yep. And Envy. Mm -hmm. For some local Envy. freaking flavor. Yeah. All right. All and right. the first seven inch like promo tape and the LP are all good and yes, I almost put that as my five, just for uh, Buffalo fun. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. I had no reason for my Buffalo fun. Derek, you're uh, I'll mention. Um, I other stuff I had was bold. Uh, Straight youth. No, no. Uh, monkey Fellow. Have I'm sorry, what? Heard monkey what, Fellow? What's Monkey Fellow? Zurich Straight Edge. Yeah. Check out Monkey is Fellow. Is it a really <laughs> real band name? I still has the spirit. <laughs> I still has the spirit. I think I will be passing on that one, my friend. <laughs> no, you gotta listen to it. It's hilarious. But, uh, Oh, Union of Faith demo to piggyback mm, yes. off. Of, uh, I completely forgot off. about that. Yeah, the first so good. Because the second first, best, second best first step. Yeah, that that demo is so fucking good. Yeah. Um. Otherwise, all my other stuff was picked. So, oh, un undertow. Cool, cool, cool. Mm. And Chris, what do you got? Anything? All I got left is Incision from Canada. Incision? Pre-grade. Yeah. I really I really wanted to try to shoehorn zero tolerance in there, but I think that they were non-edge longer than they were edge in their existence. Yeah. Fair enough. I, I feel like they were... Exactly. Tired. Which Incision demo is that? Because there's uh, two. The second one is the better one. <clears throat> has a weight takeover blink of an eye yeah that's the good one yeah it's the only one i have mm -hmm. i never heard that band i just remember the incision uh thrasher shirts they had yeah so incision was like on the heavy crunchy side uh and kyle's vocals similar to the grade demo had more of a chaotic unhinged feel than other things that he did. Like I, I I wore that incision demo out and I actually have the incision demo on my phone. I just don't have like a real world copy anymore. Yeah. Uh, but I fucking love that. And I thought that the great demo was really awesome too. Mm-hmm. Straight edge, straight edge in your face. <laughs> you don't belong to the human race. <laughs> All right, on that note. Night dude. Bye. Love you too. Monkey follow. Fuck down! Let's 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 feel this way. Let's
Watch it, watch it, watch too much. Honor is a chase. 